Good morning, everybody. It is Pastor Paul, Friday morning, November 12th. Hope everyone had a good uh, Veterans Day holiday yesterday on Thursday. Uh, but we are now heading into the weekend. And if you're here, you're a part of Romans Rewind. So what we endeavor to do each and every weekday, Monday through Friday, take about 10, 15 minutes and unpack a portion of God's word. And this season, we're going through the book of Romans. We're preaching through Romans on Sunday mornings at Four Oaks in a series we're calling Rags to Righteous. And what we do during these, these devotional times is just take a little snippet, a piece of theology, a verse, an idea, a concept that we haven't had time um, or didn't weren't able to get to as part of our sermon series, but we're gonna rehash it out here in a little more detail. Well, here we are, we're coming to the end of chapter four, and obviously Paul's great subject matter has been justification. And one more time, um, in case you're sort of new to these things, justification is the act of God's free grace by which he pardons all of our sins and accepts us as righteous in his sight. It's the way that God makes us right with him. We being sinners, him being holy God, um, he justifies us through faith um, as we place our hope and trust and faith in the atoning sacrifice of Jesus's death. And so just a sampling of verses that we've seen over these past several weeks tell us just how important justification is to the gospel. Uh, verse 28 in chapter 3 of Romans, Paul says, For we hold that one is justified by faith apart from works of the law. Um, we can go on and we um, can see in the, in the chapter 4 where Paul says, but the words that was counted to him were not written for his sake alone, but for ours as well. It will be counted to us who believe in him who raised from the dead, Jesus our Lord, who was delivered up for our trespasses and raised for our justification. Those just, that's a sampling of verses where justification uh, rightly has been, has been said to be the cardinal doctrine or uh, piece of theology that all of biblical theology, in fact, Christianity rises or falls on, right? Because if if it's if it's true, okay, that that there's nothing that we can do to earn salvation with God, nothing that we can do to bridge the gap between Him and us. It's only something He can do, which is what justification says. Then it's a, a matter of utmost importance. This is what distinguishes Christianity from every other religion in the history of the world. Every other religion or approach to God is starting with man and asking, what must man do? to get himself or herself to God. What good acts, what pilgrimage, uh, what food laws, what um, kind of spiritual mysticism needs to be tapped into, what are different pathways. But Christianity, biblical Christianity, starts with God. It says, what has God done for us that we could not do for ourselves? This is why uh, the reformers in, in the 1500s as they attempted to reform the theology of the Roman Catholic Church, why this was the, the cardinal doctrine, so to speak, on which everything else rose and fall. Now, saying all that to say, J.I. Packer, who's now with the Lord, has written one of the best books um, um, of the last hundred years easily called Knowing God. In fact, some of you may have read Knowing God. And it's here that, that Packer breaks out the various attributes of God and the various blessings of God and talks about them. And in this, Packer says something a little controversial, but I think as you think about it, it won't be as controversial, but it, it can sound controversial. And, and this is what he says. 
He says that while justification is the greatest truth of the gospel, justification is not the greatest blessing of the gospel. Now let's repeat that line again. He says, while justification is the greatest truth of the gospel, he says, justification is not the greatest blessing of the gospel. And, and here's what he means. When he says that justification is the greatest truth of the gospel, he's just echoing everything that we've been saying on here for the past several weeks, right? That, 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 that salvation is of the Lord. It is not from man's own efforts. However, um, Packer, I think, rightly um, critiques this idea that we can look at justification as the end goal of the Christian faith. In other words, we sort of worship justification versus understanding that justification is itself a step to something else. It's a means to something else. And quite simply, justification is the means by which we get to God or by God gets to us. By, by, it's, God is the ultimate goal, right? of justification. Not being right about justification is not the highest goal. The highest goal is to get where justification brings us, and that is into the presence and communion of Jesus Christ. And so when, when Packer says it's not the highest blessing, he's wanting us to think about what it is that justification actually secures for us, right? It does secure forgiveness of sins. It does um, secure eternal life. It does secure um, all the different blessings of the gospel in, in terms of wiping away our sins and cleansing our hearts and our conscience and making us right with God. But once more, all those things are in themselves pointing to a higher end, and that's to reach God, and that's to be with God, that's to commune and relate to God, which is why Packer says justification is, not the, greatest, is the greatest truth of the gospel, it's not the greatest blessing. What is the greatest blessing of the gospel? What, what, what does Packer say about this? He says, essentially, that adoption is the greatest blessing of the gospel. And here's what he means. Justification clears the deck so that we can be united to God. But once united to God, what is the greatest blessing that God can give us? And of course, the greatest blessing that God can give us of is, is himself, his presence, his, his, his person with us. And adoption um, is the theology, the, the doctrinal uh, theological piece, which really puts this into words, which talks about this idea that we are now not just no longer sinners. It's not that we've just been moved up to um, get a new start, but in fact, God has brought us all the way in. He has adopted us. He has made us his sons and daughters. He has given us all the privileges of what it means to be children of God. That's why we can call Jesus our elder brother. It's why we call God, God, our father. We are now part of the family of God. And it's this, Packer says, that the gospel is moving towards. This is the great reality, uh, the great blessing by which we as believers have our hearts united to those of God's. And so this is just um, a reminder for us, Four Oaks, that as we're studying these great truths of Scripture from Romans— that learning them and being right about them and being correct in our theological formulations, as important as those are, they in themselves are not the highest goals. In and of themselves, they are simply pointers to a greater reality, and that is to the personal relationship, the fatherly relationship 
we now have with the God of the universe, with Jesus Christ as our elder brother. So it's a, it's a good reminder as we're reading Romans, as we're studying Romans, as we're unpacking these great doctrinal truths, that we would always keep in mind that what God is wanting to give us is more of himself. What God is wanting to give us is an unhindered um, relational communion with him. And that justification, as vital and as true and as important as it is, and without justification, none of the rest would be true. None of the rest would be possible. Adoption would not be possible, right? Bringing us to God would not be possible. We have to have justification, but justification in itself points us to an even greater reality, the truth of knowing and relating and communing with the living God. All right, that's it for this Friday. Um, hope you guys have a great weekend. We'll be back here on Monday as we look at Romans chapter five. Let's pray. Lord, remind us today that you haven't given us theology just for the sake of learning theology. You've given it because it points to greater truths and greater realities. And so, Lord, let it be for this doctrine of justification. We thank you that we are justified freely by grace through faith. And now, Lord, may we see where this points us, and that's to you, that we may know you, that we, we may proclaim you, that we may enjoy you as our greatest treasure. Lord, we ask these things in your son's name, Jesus. Amen. All right, have a great weekend. See you, everybody.